Everybody, welcome back to the Athos Podcast. I'm your host, Jason St. Clair. I'm just going to touch on some new, uh, business news items going around in the world, a couple top ones. Uh, before I go back to what I've been doing, just wanted to share some interesting news articles that I found. Um, this first one from ChargeRetail.com. Amazon cheated, got caught, and is being held accountable as historic union vote could be scrapped. Amazon is accused of illegally interfering and intimidating workers as U.S. government officials suggest its landmark union vote should be overturned. Amazon warehouse workers in in Alabama could be given another chance to form its first ever union after the National Labor Relations Board. So let's see here. According to Washington Post, an NLRB official said Alabama warehouse workers were improperly pressured by the retail giant to vote against forming union last April. and The result should be overturned. Now, before I even read on on this point, I'm going to touch on that both these sides want to win. So I wouldn't doubt one side or the other, like completely just being full of it to uh, just, you know, sore losers are going to be sore losers. Uh, either way. Okay. In April, warehouse workers in Bessemer, Alabama voted decisively against forming an Amazon workers union in the U.S. voting one, uh, 1,798 to 738 against unionization. Days later, NLRB, which has overturned numerous union election votes in the past, said evidence submitted by Retail Wholesale and the Department Store Union could see a do-over vote. They don't want to give up. The NLRB officer has now made an official recommendation, which will be passed up by the chain of NLRB's regional directors in Atlanta, who will decide whether the vote should be scrapped and a new election held. They said Amazon cheated, they got caught, and now they're being held accountable. Remember, this is from the losing side. You got to look at both sides. Throughout the NLRB hearing... We heard compelling evidence how Amazon tried to illegally interfere with intimidate workers as they sought to exercise their right to form a union. Um, now, I've been part of a business while I was going through union votes and such like that. So, um, I mean, there was like zero, zero information when I was, when I, it was a casino and, I, and they had like the unionization there and like they were there and uh, I mean, the the company I was working for, they didn't, they just plopped in there. They didn't say a damn word about what, like, pro and favor and against, but there was a lot of pro-union stuff going around. Um, they ended up not winning. Anyways, uh, Prudential, Citigroup, and HSBC Consortium conceived plan to close coal-fired plants in Asia. The group plans to create public-private partnerships to buy out the heavy polluting plants and wind them down in 15 years. Okay. So these businesses are in it for profit. So what is their motivation behind this, right? Prudential PLC, Citigroup, and HSBC Holdings and BlackRock Real Estate Assets are among a group of financial companies looking at ways to accelerate closure of coal-fired plants in Asia. The group headed by Asian Development Bank, ah, right there, plans to create public-private partnerships to buy out the heavily polluting plants and wind them down within 15 years and shift to renewable resources. So Prudential, Citigroup, HSBC, and BlackRock are uh, trying to become energy conglomerates. I don't know if they are already. I wonder if they are. It's just something to look into. The group headed by Asian Development Bank plans to create public private problems with buy out the heavy polluting pants. Uh, I'm not saying it's not a bad thing. You know, we they you know we definitely those are disgusting plants. They definitely need to phase them out. But um, or maybe like seriously upgrade them. I think there's some coal-fired plants that like only exhausts like water. But uh, early talks with Asian governments and multilayer banks are promising. They told Reuters, and the group aims to have a model ready for the COP26 climate conference in Glasgow. Glasgow. 
Thermal coal is used to generate 40%, 40% of the world's electricity, but power generation for coal is very carbon dioxide intensive, making it a significant contributor to climate change. While Western investors are increasingly wary of association with thermal coal, but countries such as India and China rely on imported thermal coal, and this is expected to continue in the long term. Wow. That's how far away we are from actually switching away from coal. Uh, big debate. DraftKings launched an NFT marketplace with a digital asset boom, merely a fad. So this is from ER, EGR.global. Fintan Costello, managing director of BonusFinder.com, and Anna Maltrak, uh, let's see here. Yes, Fintan Costello, managing director of BonusFinder, says that. We overestimate the short-term and underestimate the long-term can be also. Anyways. So DraftKings is making an NFT marketplace, probably so they, you, you can think about how much money you could actually save if you're paying people out in your digital currency rather than dollars, if you're DraftKings. Uh, huge, 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 huge. You could buy into it with money and then um, see if you could, you know what, I don't want to withdraw the cash. I want it into your NFT, DraftKings. Uh, you don't have to pay out nothing. You just get to keep the cash. Okay. Foot Locker acquires Atmos and WSS brands for $1.1 billion. Foot Locker has announced plans to acquire Japanese street brand Atmos and the U.S.-based athletic footwear and apparel retailer WSS in two separate deals worth $1.1 billion. They're going, they are all in on the retail space there, Foot Locker's. Foot Locker is. All right, the acquisition of Atmos was just found in Japan in 2000. We'll go a long way giving Foot Locker a footing in the Japanese streetwear market. Huge market. Atmos is uniquely positioned through its innovative retail stores, high digital penetration, and distinctive products that made it a key influencer in youth and sneaker culture with Atmos. We are executing against our expansion initiative, rapidly growing in the Asia-Pacific market. Uh, Atmos generated approximately $175 million revenue in its fiscal year 2020. More than 60% was generated through digital channels. Very impressive. Full Locker purchased the brand for $360 million. According to Foot Locker officials, it will operate a new banner within Foot Locker's portfolio. will maintain its name. It's probably a good idea. Uh, on to WSS. I also purchased athletic-inspired retailer WSS, the Eurostar, for $750 million. The retailer maintains a strong presence in the American Southwest. The brand operates 93 stores across California, Texas, and Arizona, and Nevada has been popular with the Hispanic community. WSS has generated about $425 million revenue in its fiscal year 2020 and a three-year revenue CAGR approximately 15%. Okay. Domino's reports strong sales boosted by Euros. Pizza brand like Domino's have reported strong sales performance in the UK and Ireland with like-for-like system sales up 19.3%. Uh, aided by the reduced rate of VAT and boosted by Euro with England and Scotland match 18, uh, June 18th to top its trading day this calendar year. The group also reported underlying profits before tax of about 60.8 million euros, up 27% driven by lower COVID-19 related costs. Dama said it believed to return to normality will benefit from its collection business, which is expected to gradually recover, while delivery side of the business will face more competition as the hospitality trade reopens. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Athos Podcast. I'm your host, Jason St. Clair. I hope everybody's doing well and here for you soon. Bye.